0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. All right. What up, high fivers? Your boy, High Five Tom. And yep, it's your favorite time of the week. Uh, Will, I like that. Oh, for the usual, I've got the Oakland nominated uh, best co host. Uh, podcast co host, my um, good friend Will on the other side of the country, and I said that all with a weird burp in my mouth. We'll offer you this morning. Uh, well, yeah, it it morning. Morning. Yeah. We're, we're recording on a Tuesday morning this week, yeah. The, the sun's out bright and early, so yeah, I'm yeah, we're both on vacation, so uh, both tomorrow's a big day for both of us. Tomorrow, well, when you hear this, it'll be a couple days later, but for us, tomorrow is my. My fifth anniversary is my better half and tomorrow's Will's birthday. Did... Sure is. Thirty two? Thirty one. Thirty one. Ninety one. Okay. I can remember that, so I remember thirty one. Wearing one of my it's kind of an early birthday present, but uh
1: my my, nice. my mother in law got me this this shirt from Target. I nice. think it was from Target. They 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 scared me a little bit because they like, Oh, there was like a shirt display for like Latino is like Heritage Month. And like, my mom say, like, Oh, are those the things that Will like? So I'm like, What kind of shirt you guys get me? Like, is it like a people. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, like the, the goofy, like, kind of like cash in shirts where it's like, Yeah. Like, am I going to have like a red, white, and green stripe thing with like Viva la tacos on it? I'm like, Because <laughs> I'd still wear it. I do love tacos. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this the shirt is sick. I mean, there's, I don't know all of them. I mean, there's also it's supposed to be like El Santo. There's a Blue Demon Jr. There's a Rey Mysterio. Nice. On yeah. top of Rey Mysterio, I mean, it is October. Have you ever seen WrestleManiac? No. I picked it up from a Bull Moose, which is like a, a music DVD, kind of like pop culture store up mm. this way. Okay. They're primarily a, a record store and they do carry a lot of like local Folks can bring in their stuff and they'll, they'll sell it. Yeah. So I would always peruse the the DVD section. It's a lot of pre-owned DVDs, and for two dollars, I picked up a little movie called WrestleManiac, which is about an amateur porn crew uh, finding their way into like this forbidden city in Mexico. Yeah. As zero inhabitants except for one crazed luchador. Because instead of ripping the masks off his opponents, he would rip off their faces. Wow. And it builds Rey Mysterio. So I'm thinking that the whole time it's going to be like Booyaka Booyaka Rey Mysterio, but it's his uncle. <laughs> Swole Mysterio. He's, he's not like tall, but he is definitely... Meteor than, yeah. than Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's like we're watching this whole thing. We're waiting for you know, Ray Ray to pop up. And it's like, that's not Ray Ray. It's like, oh, Ray Mysterio, not Ray Mysterio
0: Jr. <laughs> right. Bastard. So he's named technically after his uncle, then, right? Yes. Bastards. Yeah, I'm just pulling up. I screwed up my computer, so I got to pull up that. uh. That movie that you told me, the wrestling movie of Roddy Roddy Piper and Shane Douglas, so that's on Tubi. Pro wrestlers versus zombies, you're too indelicious for the
1: franchise. Ay, ay, ay.
0: <laughs> oh, Roddy. Well, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm they am actually the- playing at the movie theater here next week, but I can't go. There's, I don't really feel like
1: a drive to a movie theater, but there's a lot of theaters... I remember what chain my my friend posted about, but they're playing a lot of like older horror movies like the whole month. So you can like it's yeah. not like the new movies that are coming out. They're like actually running nights where it's like you can get like to this movie or that movie, and they're so that might be something worth looking into.
0: Yeah, it's um it's technically a chain, but it's like a it's, it's the old timey theater chains. Um, unfortunately, our favorite theater hasn't opened up yet. But yeah, they've got they live. Um, I know Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street are playing, The Exorcist is playing one night, Scream, which I guess is a better horror movie than I give her credit for because I've never seen it. Um, I feel like I
1: need to watch Scream now. I've seen bits and pieces, but a, I know a lot of people really, really liked it. I forget it's a Wes Craven movie.
0: Jeez, yeah, I, I completely forgot that.
1: I used to try to do the the every, or like a horror movie per day for October. It's just a bit much when your partner doesn't really like horror movies.
0: Yeah. Actually, this isn't a horror movie. We have a Tomorrow's Predator, which is awesome. Um, We got Night of the Living Dead. They Live, uh, Scream, Young Frankenstein, which isn't really a horror movie, but everyone should see it. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Thing. Uh, that's, that's my favorite. Thing's my favorite movie. Fright Night, which is a very underrated vampire movie. Um, is it the, the,
1: the OG Fright Night, or is oh, it oh like yeah the, the
0: Jason the, the, Patrick the remake? The yep, remake no. they did,
1: uh, however many years ago.
0: No, nope, I'd this... say a couple years ago. It's probably like a decade ago at this point. <laughs> I don't know shit! Eh? Uh, yeah. Beyond the Shining, uh, <laughs> Monsters Incorporated pumpkin head which i i remember seeing that at, at the movie store or the video store but nightmare on elm street halloween uh pocus pocus but yeah that's all running. yeah it's, it's the old time the time cinema here in um so, so that's where faith and i went and saw et for uh for my birthday nice so well anyways well we should probably get to uh start off with our our question of dishonor, considering we discussed it for, like, 15 minutes before we hit record. Hey, it's all right. There, there's a lot to talk about for this one. There is. Um, Brundon coming in hot, so that everyone makes sure they follow the Irish Misfit on the Twitter machine. I did that today, actually, because I, I was on Twitter.
1: And it's, like, recommended follows. You should follow back Irish Misfit. I'm, like, I didn't realize. I keep coming across a lot of stuff and, like, a lot of pages. That's like, I don't follow this page already, like. I wasn't following Brendan, changed that today. So that's good. Sorry, Brendan. Yeah. Didn't didn't mean to be be a heel. Yeah.
0: God damn. God damn. Um, so his question of dishonor for the week is are uh, your favorite ring of honor theme song, besides Judas, of course. Um
1: Ooh.
0: and then he mentioned because I mean Brendan, I mean, he's been all I mean, he's been he's a, he's a day one ring of honor. So obviously, once they started using like when they could use actually use actual songs. I mean, Honor Club, for the first eight years, I mean, half it's cut out because they're playing music they didn't have a license to, so... It's like
1: watching the old ECW stuff. I mean, it got, like, all the generic, just, like, chuggy guitar riffs in the background because yeah. they don't have...
0: Oh, watching New Jack matches was hilarious, so... Because, they, yeah, they had to cut out Natural Born Killer, so... um, But his, I mean... Brandon once again, always stealing mine. Um... But I do have some other answers, but obviously, um, I think we all agree, the three of us on this one. I mean, this is just a great song in general, but El Generico and Ole, I mean, that would have been cool to see live to be honest with you because the crowd fucking blows up. I think it's the cool one too because I think CM
1: Punk for a while came out to that too. Really, yeah, what a- I don't know how long he used it, but I'm pretty sure like that was. A- he also was in Ring of Honor in that time where, like, they would, like, switch up songs, like, for a month, he, they used this or, like. Yeah,
0: yeah because uh, who came out the other day to Silas's music that we were watching, remember? Like, yeah, they, someone came out to what, what ended up being Silas's music later on, but. Uh, and after that, we got CM Punk's uh, Misery Canteria, uh, You said it's AFI? Yeah, it's AFI.
1: That's the one he came out to um for the dog collar match.
0: Okay. You know, it was so perfect and made his entrance so special. Um, I'm just really bitter at CM Punk right now, so yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that. Um guy. but yeah, but I mean he was I mean, Brendan was at a front row for a lot of those shows. So just hearing that song and CM Punk and just rocking. I mean, I wish Tony Khan, get your shit together, get these goddamn barricades back so that people can people compound on the Ring of Honor signs like they used to. Um, but yeah, then I mean this is this is really hard to beat, but I mean Brian Danielson coming out to the final countdown. Um,
1: Tony Khan. That's, tell me Tony Khan couldn't afford the final. Even if it was just for that one night. Yeah. It's like,
0: God damn it. So. It's like,
1: you got the money.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I have not found this. So, um, I want to shout out my boys, Chad Diesel, um, at VFTR 2.0, formerly known as Youth from Top Row. But they had, um, speaking of Silas, uh, Val Malone. His ex wife, ex valet, but she was on. She had, uh, they had her on the show and she's talking at AAW. Um, when Brian Danielson and Russell for AAW against Silas, they would do like this battle because Silas came out to, um, oh my God. Oh, don't stop believing from Germany. So they would do like these battling theme songs with, with Danielson and Silas. So I never got to see that. That'd be fucking rad. So, um, yeah, I mean, Silas is coming out to, to It it does work. It actually gives me the chills. But, um, uh, yeah, those were Brundin's three. So I mean, pretty much stole stole two out of the three. Um, but what uh, what do you got, Will? That's not you. Well, that's off. Uh, no
1: boo. Not hashtag. Not my champion. <laughs> I set you up for that one. Um. So. Uh, obviously, like I'm not as. Oh, like I'm not as I don't go as far back with Ring of Honor as you guys do. I mean, I do now because we're watching it all. Right. So, like, when I think of Ring of Honor themes, I mean, the ones that I think of first. I mean, I always think of the the Indian Head themes mm-hmm. towards the later years. So, your your the foundation theme. Yeah, and uh, the the beer song that Beer City Bruiser came out to.
0: <laughs> God, what that.
1: Um, I mean, suffer unto me. Yeah. Oh, that Mike Bennett theme just fits. And because he's used it the whole time he's been in Ring of Honor, so I mean, that's he still yeah. uses
0: it. Like that's like, yeah, that's definitely one of those themes that's synonymous with the wrestler. Like you can't think of Mike Bennett without thinking of that song, and vice versa.
1: I mean, dance away. Yeah. But I also really enjoyed, I mean, if I have to pick one, my number one would either be the foundation theme, because I didn't have that as my ringtone for a while. Yeah. But uh, Blue Smock Nancy, Un- Unsettling Differences. That's That song is
0: peak, mid to late, like aughts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, typical. I mean, the you know, the, the orgies doing their, uh, what song did they cover? The, um, that one song. Th- yeah. Like when, yeah. That weird, it's not metal core, but it's like this industrial metal thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and listen, obviously we hear it every, you know, three times an episode now. We're still not sick of it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, let's Yeah. Like, and we brought up earlier, you know, Shane Taylor's theme song was awesome. Um, I can't remember. of when we had the, the different ones like I don't fight the way you fight, I don't talk the way you like.
1: and then the uh, towards the end the line in the jungle, but it's the same guy. It's the
0: uh, it's like Mosby or something like that. Yeah, um, so, C&C uh, Wrestle Yeah, CNC Wrestle Factory too is awesome. That that
1: theme is really good. Um, and uh, it was in our text exchange. Uh,
0: trampoline that yeah.
1: Tedarius Thomas comes out to.
0: Yeah, that's the one on my that, list. That's then. a fun one too. I, I really I got a track down. I, I couldn't find Tadarius on the on the Twitter machine, but yeah, that's a dope track. Um, I really like that. So I hope I am mean, obviously we're gonna see Tadarius in our in our episode today. Um, uh, but I hope I mean, he sticks around for a little while. There's
1: been a lot of good themes. Like I don't I couldn't recite it offhand, but I remember um the addu- the Addictions theme being a pretty good
0: theme. Wasn't that? Didn't they write that themselves? Because I mean Frankie, because.
1: In a band. I mean it's it's possible. I think so. Yeah. It's, it's very possible. Yeah, I mean the blue smock the blue smock Nancy's probably my my number one. Yeah. Really up there with a the foundation theme. I mean the foundation like, the foundation theme I almost give points to because it's not like a song. Yeah. Like unsettling differences and stuff Under me have like there's verses, there's choruses, there's or stuff like that but the, the foundation thing nails that sweet spot where it's like it's super memorable yeah you instantly recognize it but there's not a whole lot going on so it doesn't you're not like fixated on it it's just like you have gresham and lethal coming out they got the flags they've got like the robes and all that stuff and it's just they have this huge song behind them uh like oh
0: the copyright strike right. <laughs> I know, stupid ads. Is this really thirty? Wow. Okay. We'll see what. Uh. Yeah. I mean, Ring of Honor has done a great job. I mean, um, obviously they use actual source music, but I mean, the you know the band that they. I mean, they have actual songs, but I'm sure they buy the rights to. But speaking of which, because I know Bull James wasn't on Ring of Honor a bunch, um, but yeah, that song that Vinnie Paz wrote for for Bull James was awesome. Well, Jane,
1: that's uh, Dempsey, right? All right. Go- Did, I, oh. Did I mute you? Oh. you? Oh. Unmute Unmute me then.
0: <laughs> there we go. Did I mute you or do you mute you? It, that was all you, Tom. I didn't touch it. <laughs> Ah oh, shit, we can't do this at the same time. Damn it! Okay.
1: All
0: you have, you right. Sorry.
1: You have to put a link in the uh link in the the description of the
0: episode. Yeah, I used, I used that in my original recordings. You know, the first couple episodes, so that were so. Gonna, so don't do not go back and listen to those.
1: If you want to go the other way, yeah. Any uh any themes that jump out to you as being like stinkers? Yeah, or like anybody who you think maybe could have had a better theme, but they just kind of had like a dud one and it didn't really. Like, I didn't love, um, a Gobernables theme, like the one that like Roosh and yeah. those guys came out to, because it sounded just like the regular like
0: Ring of Honor like episode music. Yeah, not that. I, like if we're going back to 2012, I really don't like Anna Cole's music for some reason. Um, it's very blocked. Yeah. Um, well kind of matches his, his personality at the point, so great in the ring, but um and we didn't mention um the red dragon theme music. Yeah. That's
1: that's I bought that track. Really? Years ago. That's like that's one of the first purchases on on iTunes I made. Really? I don't want to date even more my my initial getting into Ring of Honor.
0: <laughs> but yeah but uh high fivers yeah if you got any songs that we missed um you know send them our, you know send them our way for anything that you like but uh brendan per the usual appreciate uh your question of dishonor so and like said, um i will put uh hopefully i don't remember to put the link but yeah everyone follow the irish misfit um on the twitter machine so but will we've got some uh ring of honor tv to talk about we do it's not like last week there's yeah, some, some new
1: content. Yeah, there's there's lots of lots of stuff happened this episode. It was it was like me at three m's like damn,
0: about time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so after a couple of weeks, you know, you know October's coming back. But uh, speaking of Tadarius Thomas, um, a very I'm not going to spoil this right away for everybody, but a very fun match with Adam Cole. Um, you know. Yeah, story. I mean they. They jumped right in. Like he was on his way down to the ring when they when they 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 cut to the ring with Bobby Cruz. Yeah, and that and that trampoline song. Definitely check that out. I'll also see if I can find that somewhere. Um but yeah, this is our first qualifier for survival of the fittest. Um god damn, you know, Nigel and Kevin Kelly are really putting, you know, Tedarius over. They're 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 putting the
1: uh, they're you no know, the Rockets not on the guy because obviously he didn't beat their T V champion yeah and fun but they keep bringing him back
0: the crowds into him yeah mean Nigel did a great job of explaining capoeira um because obviously he's got very unique offense um and hit him and him and Adam Cole really had good chemistry Adam Cole did a great job of selling Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun like when he, he's doing like the cartwheel
1: Adam Cole throws the super kick and like oh we didn't he like hit him in the chin yeah but you know you still hit him in, like, the ribs or whatever. It's, like, and how it's, like, there it sounds like more of a counter base. And yeah. it's, like, what's that? How is that going to fare when Adam Cole's trying
0: to do, like, a figure four leg lock? Yeah, I, I did love when uh, so Adam Cole went for the punch and he blocked it with his head. And Nigel almost lost his shit. On his did head. he block that with his own head? I mean, it makes it is the toughest part of your body. hardest uh, part of the ring. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and my only complaint about this, which is technically a compliment, I wish it would have gone longer. Um, Yeah, I definitely did
1: feel short. The I didn't expect the uh, the Florida Keys to to be the ending on it,
0: but yeah, I mean, they said no. He he had the height, he had the bridge just right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, basically at the end of the match, Adam uh, Cole super kicks him. Uh, pretty much, quote unquote, knocks him out on his feet. Uh nails at Floor Florida Key for uh for the ring. So that Florida Key is getting pretty uh pretty popular, almost unkick outable at this point. So I mean it makes sense
1: too, because they're saying, you know, Tedarius Thomas is like he's got all these kicks and all that. So Cole can't go for a figure four. Yeah. That's like that's putting yourself in front of the firing squad.
0: Yeah. So um yeah, good match. Also, I just wish it was longer. Maybe we'll see it again, you know, hopefully. Um, we see Tadarius a couple more times. Um, I know, unfortunately, he's retired from wrestling right now, but I'm pretty sure he's like a, a, fit in our, uh, a fitness instructor or something like that. So, you know, listen, so him and me. I think we'll add him onto the list with Truth Martini and Mike Mondo. People like to have on here to talk about this this time of um, Ring of Honor. But next week, though, will for the Survival of the Fitness tournament, we have Champa maybe versus Jay Lethal and Bennett versus Richards. So, and then the week after that, we've got Homicide versus Roddy Strong, and Mike Mondo versus Kyle O'Reilly. Another match I'm looking forward to. Because we haven't seen. I like that hell. they're.
1: I like that they're. Um, I mean, the Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly. I've not that I want to say. I don't think Mike Mondo is going to win because he has won some. He's won other qualifying kind of matches that I didn't expect him to win. Yeah, but it's like they're trying to eliminate the stories ahead of time. Like, Ciampa and Leith already had a story. Yeah. They're getting that out of the way now before the main match. So, I have a feeling this is going to come down to Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. If, if I were to call a shot now, I think that's the story beat. Because Kyle O'Reilly, other than that one match where he claims he didn't tap out, he's beaten Adam Cole every other time. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's cool that they're putting this on TV. Well, I mean, obviously they, they've never put it on TV before because well they never really had TV. So um and then uh then the week after that we got the final match, which is Rhino versus Elgin. And then I I'm pretty sure, like if I'm not mistaken, so they are putting that six man elimination match on TV, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So hopefully that's a whole episode because that'd be fun. So yeah, I'm really liking how they're booking this, you know. So um I know we'll talk about it later because they mentioned inside of Ring of Honor, but I mean, Chomp is still hurt, so we're not sure if it's even going to be him versus Lethal. So the, I wonder, the Bannister
1: says he's going to be there.
0: Yeah, he says like you know, um, you know, uh, he's like, I mean, well, we'll we'll get to that, but yeah, the Bannister's kind of throwing Le- Chomp under the bus, but and then real quick, a um, real quick ad. Marcus is, Briscoe. Yep, this this is my weekly Mark Briscoe. You heard it from the horses behind. <laughs> um, a fun little promo. Um you know, just like I say it every goddamn week and I will say it every goddamn week till I'm proven wrong. Mark Briscoe is a goddamn national treasure. Um severely undervalued, I think. I yeah. think
1: because he wasn't the singles gold guy. Yeah, but I mean, he's way more like Jay's great. Yeah, but Mark Bresco is
0: definitely—I would say—is the more entertaining. Yeah. of the two, and that's saying a lot because Jay is still pretty entertaining. But Mark's just his comedic timing is second to none, and um, nobody minds selling it. If he, he's going to sit there going like "Hi, yeah," and everybody like sells it, like
1: doesn't matter I mean, who it is. They're like, oh, it's redneck kung fu. You got to sell for it.
0: Yeah. And and you know, obviously we're very, 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 very pro Briscoe's podcast here. Um, but I mean he the dude can go. I mean, obviously yeah. he both go. Um, he can get he can get down dirty when it's time to get down and dirty, but I, I love Mark Briscoe. Um, I'm so glad he was even as nice with the couple times I met him. Um yeah, so I just I yeah. So I but, will probably but... Go ahead. Yeah, I just basically make a long story short. Mark it was you said Marcus Briscoe who's interviewing Jay, and uh, they're uh, they're um, ahead of their match with Scum coming up here at Glory by Honor. Well, it might be Scum. Because Scum's defending those Ring of Honor titles tonight. That's that's true. That that they are. So I wasn't sure. So that was a title match then, obviously, huh? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, they when uh that match gets underway, that's the main event of the episode tonight, folks. Is a uh, scum against uh CNC Wrestle Factory. It was for the titles. Okay. Uh... Because they said that um, it could be CNC Wrestle Factory. They don't call them CNC Wrestle Factory yet, but that's that's what they are. And they said that they could be going to Toronto to defend against the Briscoes.
0: They should be I, I don't know why they haven't done that yet, so but well but as Mark, Mark
1: said, you heard it from the horses behind.
0: Oh
1: Mark Briscoe. And we go out to speaking of the Briscoes, we have some wrestling's greatest tag team. Yeah. Uh versus Fusion DS. Haven't seen them in a hot minute. How about that new Charlie Haas shirt? Dude. A hosshole shirt. You read my, my Will, are you looking at my notes? Um Tom, I barely take my own notes. You think I'm gonna look at yours? <laughs>
0: um it, yeah, that I, I love that. So basically we've got few uh Damien Dragon and Matt Sagan uh taking on uh World Wrestling's greatest tag team. And like Will said, Charlie Hoss comes out with this big U on his t-shirt and it says at Haas. You hosshole. Um, I think I know what I'm getting, Will, for an anniversary gift, so, um, shucks, you know, just great, um, and then, you know, Shelton's wearing his, you know, his trendy, I'm not that old pants, but, uh, but yeah, then Rick comes out, he kicks Fusion out, he's like, no, I demand a match. The most pro wrestling thing ever, it's like, I know you guys wanted to have this match, but
1: you need to leave, I'm going to. They're probably like, damn, this guy wants to wrestle both of them by himself.
0: Fine. Yep. See <laughs> it's like, we still get paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, Bobby, before you talk to Jim, we get paid, right? And you're talking to him. So um but yeah, Rhett comes out and Bobby Cruz goes uh sends a message back to the truck.
1: He says, as long as you want it and you want it and you want it short, sure. it like, doesn't sound like Jim Cornette.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know why this going back to the truck thing got to me on my nerves, but you know, because you know, there's no truck. <laughs> you know, he probably could have sent some hand signals and Cornette could have looked through the curtain, but you know, I know they're trying to keep kayfabe. I, I get it, but um, but yeah. At the end of the day, the match is granted. And the match like, is granted, and they're like, you know, Rhett. We already knew you were
1: dumb. We are coming out to face us by himself, and they, I never said I was by myself. It's like, well, you mean you came out by yourself? Yeah. Because wrestling's greatest tag team might not have been so gung ho
0: if Rhett had brought his tag team partner out with him. We yeah, BJ Whitmer is back. Which was yeah, which was a good. It was good to see him, but yeah, Rhett gets on the mic. He's like, I never said I was gonna fight you, low, or is so what he, say? he says? He says. I may be a lot of things, but dumb isn't one of them, or a moron, or something like that. Yeah, he said
1: something like, "I didn't say it, like, like I didn't like." I, he said somebody like brought a partner, and Whitmer slides in from the back. What starts starts laying into? I think it was Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, and then match gets underway. We got Titus and Whitmer against Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. Um, fun I match, mean, you know. Yeah, it's what you want to see from from these four guys yeah they, they definitely lay into each other a little extra
0: oh yeah for sure and also we had talked earlier about the booking of um of death before dishonor like why they didn't do this sooner so we're kind of glad that they kind of paid this off this way yeah. so they did get some more mileage which i I kind of figured they were going to do but um you know like i would say styles make fights and um you know we've got the two toughest nails veterans in Haas versus Whitmer, and then you got two amazing fucking athletes in Sheldon Benjamin versus Red Titus. So yeah, fun match. Um great match. Whit- Whitmer wins with a roll up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, some yeah the roll up is wrestling's greatest tag team's weakness. Yeah. Shit. Um but however yeah. they go out on
0: top because they, they don't take the loss too kindly. No, yeah. And then uh in classic wrestling's uh, greatest tag team fashion, they definitely uh, put a beat down on Whitmer's nuts. So, sorry to hear that. They Mr. did. They gave
1: him the Jay Briscoe treatment.
0: So. Thanks uh, for coming. Yeah. And then uh, we get a quick ad here. So, I mean, fun match. Um, good storyline. So, uh, hopefully, Rhett and Whitmer are a team for a while. Um, but I, I wonder, like I said, I don't think Rhett ever gets those titles back. Like in the next ten years. So they didn't win win them when Kenny
1: came back and they reformed for a little bit. They didn't win the titles again?
0: I don't know. I guess we'll we'll cover that when he comes back, but I don't think so. I could be wrong. Um, but we'll I mean we'll have to well, uh, we'll we'll be patient and wait and see. I mean, I could Google it, but what's the fun of that? But But it's it's that time, Tom. It is. And we'll after, after
1: we get some ads for Rwich where you can get the biggest wrestling event in Toronto history, Border Wars, hostage situation, Electric oh. Boogaloo, however long the title actually is. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, bigger than Buy more. your
1: DVDs, buy your iPay-per-views, watch Boiling Point, even though you already saw Boiling Point across the
0: last two three yeah, or three weeks. Three weeks. Um, Yeah, inside oh, we, Ring of War. Glory, glory by Honor's coming up. Yeah. Um, we, you we've know, got we've some got, great matches. Scum versus, you know, the Briscoes for the tag team titles. Um, Elgin and Steam. Elgin and Steen, the main event. We got Edwards versus Cole for the TV title. We got Mentor versus Student. Um, yep, we got Richards
1: Lethal. Which is going to be... Has, yeah. Lethal says he has to win. That's an and intriguing matchup. We'll see. Where, I mean, it'd be interesting. He to wants stuff. to hammer it home that he's, he's a tougher guy. He deserves to be in that world title picture. Yeah. So he's going to the last guy to have the belt i mean right you gotta to be the man you gotta beat the man yeah and man. for a long time david Richards was the, the man. man yeah but you know who beat that man i oh, know he didn't mike mondo mike mondo's wrestling the prodigy mike bennett a little mike on mike action and uh we also got to see a little mike on maria action it seems I so much bet. more harmless when it's Bugs Bunny slapping a fat one on you know Elmer Fudd, but when Mike Mondo's creeping around the corner.
0: A little rapey. It, it's it's not hiding right Michael Cole rapey, but it is definitely You know, I just you know, we are humongous proponents of Mike Mondo here and I just And Maria. And Maria, yeah, actually. So I mean Yeah, I
1: mean it wasn't it's one of those things where it's not like I was aghast, but it's just feeling really like, ah. Yeah, it's I... really, really felt... It feels so unnecessary. Yeah. It doesn't feel... It doesn't seem to fit with how Mike Mondo's been portrayed up to this point. Yeah. The the stuff with Maria feels very WWE. Yeah, it's... Because this whole thing, it's like, it's no fear. It's all this and that. And it's like, so why is he, like, so fixated on...
0: Yeah. Maria. Man. Yeah, forcing his tongue down some other woman's
1: throat, so... I mean, if you just want the two guys to feud, I mean, because they're they're great matches, they're both amazing athletes. Yeah. That's fine, but it's... Ugh, the Maria aspect of it's just super unnecessary.
0: Yeah, and it's just, Like you said, in the more mortal point, it doesn't make sense in the sense of Mondo's character.
1: Yeah, because he does that to Maria, and she's like freaking out and he goes, oh, see you, Veda. It's like...
0: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> book him as, you know, the baby face here, and Benny, but you're making it very sympathetic for Bennett. You know, you're supposed to hate Maria, but so smarter people than us book this stuff, Will, so I guess we'll see what happens. So Are they? Are they smarter than us?
1: Well, like, I, I, I might they, be able to take Jim Cornette. If, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. And not just if he came up to my Dairy Queen window. <laughs> Did you finally watch that? No, I refuse. Okay. It'll it'll just, I would
0: it would just make me so angry. Okay. Um, but yeah, to continue with Ring of Honor, inside Will's favorite second favorite time time of the week, I know talking to me is his first favorite time of the week. Um, but inside Ring of Honor, and they did address Champa's knee injury. Um, you know, when R.D. Evans wants uh the barrister wants his spot saved, so. You know, then he's like, yeah, we've worked really hard. He's like, oh, I mean, Champa's worked really hard to come back. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, so if it's not Champa, who do you think it would be?
1: I don't know enough about this point where, like, if they were going to bring somebody else in, in that embassy stable. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't really know. Because it's not like they have somebody kind of like on the wings as like the heater. Yeah. Maybe it's one of the Guardians of Truth. You know, maybe that uh, that business transaction carries over. That's Guardians a, of Truth does. gets in. They pull a Twin Magic. They swap out in the middle of the match.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh-huh. But then they
1: feud because the other one actually wants the world title. Yeah. So Truth Martinez like, no, there's no issues with the House of Truth. They're like, bro, the Guardians of Truth can't even get along.
0: No. No, so, um, yeah. Well, that concludes inside Ring of Honor, but uh, will we go our, We've got our win event. So, <inaudible> oh wait, <inaudible> I take that back. <inaudible> I'm sorry, there's a, a promo first. Um, Kevin Steen comes out with, with Scum. Now, are are they collectively known as Scum or is it take? Yes. Okay. They are they are collectively known as Scum. Okay,
1: so it's Steen. Um, Jacob. But they, they they do call jacobs and carino scum but they also acknowledge that the three of them together are because they're the scum of the pro wrestling business
0: right and um and they call out michael elgin comes out uh, without the house of truth yeah and uh i i did have to chuckle when steen's like boy that was quick Uh, (laughs) um kind of freaking down the fourth wall um but he does come out with truth uh steen does get shoot uh shushed by truth um you know, and Elgin's like, "Well, I'm gonna have some words to say, but it seems like, Elgin, I don't like you." Um, you know, blah 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 blah, and he's like, "You know, when we when we face off, you know, I'm gonna have scum with me. Is the House of Truth gonna have your back?" And he's like, "The other reason I don't like you is, I like to see, or I'm here to destroy Ring of Honor. I'm here to destroy this company, and I want to steal a show every week. And you and Richards, well, you guys stole my spotlight back in June." So Ste- Steen's going to beat him up to make up for it. At the end of the day, Elgin, he's the one that's unbreakable. So not a bad Kevin Steen promo. Yeah, there's a lot of hoopla. <laughs> um, Yeah. And, and there's a brawl.
1: And Roddy comes out but doesn't uh, intervene. Doesn't really get involved. I mean,
0: in fairness, Elgin's done the same plenty of times. Yeah, that's, you know, that's true. Um, they are definitely dragging this, this, uh, this breakup along. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Elgin grabs the mic. He's like, you know, I said, I had some words in, uh, actions speak louder to merch. So yeah, him and Steen start fighting. So it's always good if you keep Elgin's promo short. Yes. You know, I, I enjoy him as, as a, in the ring, but you know, his promos, um, but yeah, but yeah, like Will said, Roddy doesn't, you know, comes up, but doesn't help. And, uh, you know, Elgin gets, uh, gets beat down. And then uh, scum goes to the back, but then they come out for their match again. Yeah, that was that was a little odd. But you know, classic Cornet, not bookings very well. But... Hey, you know what? When
1: you're the champ, you want your entrance. You know, I, I get it. Yeah. So, CNC Wrestle Factory, Caprice Coleman, Cedric Alexander. God damn, Caprice is a goddamn machine. So good. They're both so incredibly talented. Yeah, it's really a bummer that Cedric
0: currently isn't really featured anywhere. Yeah, someday. So you know, maybe. Remember not. all?
1: Remember all the hope and aspirations people had when he left Ring of Honor to go to the E. Yeah, because he got he the, the thumbs up, the
0: handshake, like out on stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could print those wow. really yeah. two he hits. Um. You know, I mean good typical matches as you would expect out of these two. Obviously, you know, Capri and they hit him with all the athleticism they want, but at the end of the match, uh Caprice does that thing where Jacobs on the top rope and he does the grab the leg slips, um Jacob's onto the ring, and then Cedric once again, dudes flying in from fucking all the way from goddamn Virginia with that goddamn frog splash. And then uh but Carino's had enough. He's done like, yeah, we're done wrestling. And he, he clocks Caprice with the brass knuckles, and uh, it was it was a roll of quarters, they say. A roll of quarters, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he did the old uh, the old uh, Jacques Rougeau trick. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the quarters were all over the ring because he threw it out of the ring after. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, Caprice and Cedric were looking like aces at towards the end of that match. Yeah, you know this. Scum goes out with all their heat. They keep their straps. They go into Toronto to face the Briscoes. They face them boys. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but yeah, they, I mean they do start putting the boots to be, you know, to beating down CNC Wrestle Factory. Um, and then Michael Elgin comes out for the save. You know? And yeah. Elgin cool. comes out for the save, shakes the hand of
1: Coleman and uh
0: Alexander,
1: and Truth Martini's not happy
0: about that no truth martini, not a fan of the code of honor. No, no, anytime he can get some kind of chicanery. So, um, yeah, I'm mean, gonna no- close out, Tom, with a sorry, closing out with just a preview of next
1: week. We're gonna get Richards Bennett, we're gonna get hopefully Tommaso Ciampa, Jay Lethal. We're also gonna get Rhett Titus against Kevin Steen. Oh, shit. that's right, yeah, I missed that. So and you know, it's going to be a title match. It's probably going to be Anything Goes.
0: <laughs> no, it'll be a Baltimore beatdown match is so what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. So, just... Tom,
1: you always ask me, what did you think this episode of, of uh, Rainwater TV, Tom?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, would, would it have hooked you if it was your first episode ever? And, uh, yeah, this was definitely, I mean, especially after the the couple weeks we've had. I mean, not those weeks were bad. It's just. Watching stuff we've already seen. Um, We've already seen. Yeah, the only, my only gripe is the matches, and I understand why, just seemed kind of short, but I mean, you've got TV time. You've got to fit a lot in. Um, And that's because I wanted to see more of it, especially that first opening match. Well, actually, the main event, too. Well, shit, all three matches. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, all three, man, I would have liked to see it going longer, but, you know, you, you understand. We furthered some stories. You know, I was glad to see that. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing more Rhett and BJ Whitmer. I think they're a great team. I think they're a great foil to wrestling's greatest tag team. I mean, the four of the mesh, for, as we saw, mesh very well. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I definitely probably would tune in next week. So, this this is definitely a step up. Like I said, I th- I
1: feel like this is going to be hopefully they learn from fighting February. Yeah. Where we had like that first week was great. And then kind of every week now is kind of like, ah, this just isn't really. It's almost like
0: they forgot about it. It's like, oh yeah, fighting February. Yeah, it's like you mentioned. Yeah, someone rings. Yeah, someone forgot and like, oh yeah, Kevin Kelly mentioned fighting February. Remember, Uh, it was supposed to be all like
1: pay-per-view quality matches, main eventing every episode.
0: Yeah, and then they forgot about all that. So, Uh, I mean,
1: this was killer three matches this week. It's going to be a killer three matches next week, provided we have three. Whether they call off, uh. Lethal, lethal, lethal Champa. Maybe yeah. lethal gets a buy. Maybe that pisses them off more. Yeah, or maybe there's a mystery opponent, uh, or maybe there's a mystery opponent. You know, who knows? Maybe, they,
0: maybe they bring back uh, Matt Taven. <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome. So, um, yeah, like I said, and I really like besides the TV, I really like the direction they're going with the survival of the fittest. Um, besides lethal and Champa. It's all relatively new matchups. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun to see, you know, but all matchups that make sense. And I can't tell you they're I mean, Elgin Rhino is really kind of the only one that's like, okay, whatever. I mean, that's gonna be fun though. I mean, yeah. I mean Rhino Rhino's still got it and Elgin's I mean I mean they're they're also still currently stable mates. Yeah. So technically. You know, and I just want to put I know we've said this before, but if it's your first time listening, um we are fans of Michael Elgin the Wrestler, maybe not necessarily the human being, so don't add us because we know what's happened. You know, I know he was just in Milwaukee, but um yeah, it's Michael Elgin the wrestler. So I mean, as he is in Ring of Honor two thousand twelve. So um yeah, this is a good this is a good episode and it actually it leaves me wanting more and wanting to watch more of this. So yeah. So yeah, I think that's all I really got this week, Will. And then uh, yeah, next week we are covering Death or Not Death Before Dishonor, Word Word honor, which will probably overtake Um Hostage Crisis as the world you know the Toronto's largest wrestling event ever. So, yeah. um, other than that, Oh, Will, we'll talk about it off air. I think I may know. I may have an idea who this is going to be, but we'll leave it up for a surprise. So, so we'll leave it in the high fiver. So, all right, well, before training the station, you got anything else you want to put over?
1: Just the people who are doing, um, any kind of inktober sketch whatever people are doing. I'm doing, um, her rate, her Instagram handle. Uh, she's on social media is at Marge M A R J dot. I believe it's .jpg. Uh, she's doing a Sketchamania, so uh, a lot of designers that I follow um, are all doing it. I'm I'm doing some sketches too. My obviously aren't nearly as good as what some but It's fun. Like of the dead is doing everything as um, ice pop art, like the character ice cream bars. Oh, wow! So that's that's cool. I'm just doing like pencils, pad of paper. I, I tried to draw Will Osprey doing a hidden blade the other day. That was a dumb idea, but it was the idea I had. And everybody else was doing, like, because it's, like, there's a one-word prompt mm-hmm. basically for every day. Yeah. So day two was blade. So a lot of, like, some people did, like, they drew the blade from the butcher and the blade. Yeah. A lot of people did some kind of blading adjacent thing. So, like, my, the first thing I thought of was Hidden Blade. So yeah. I kept watching a bunch of, like, GIFs and clips of him doing the move, and I'm like, oh, what's well, going to be the easiest way to draw two bodies in motion. There isn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, not looking to spend, like, a ton of time on these. Like, I'm looking at like, bang these out and, like, you know, if, if I go with, like, my first idea or, like, Today was or yesterday's was mask, but I did it today and I drew psychosis as mask. But there's a lot of drafts to that because getting like the proportions right, because like I still wanted to get like the the big horns out to the side.
0: Yeah.
1: Huh. That's on the Instagram, right? I'm posting it on my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, I mean, most artists have, share it kind of like across all socials, but yeah, the specific um, the person who started it. Is specifically on Instagram. Uh, I'll pull up her, her, her name proper again just because I love her products. I've got a bunch of, uh, you know, wicked cute stickers and pins and stuff that she's designed. It's uh, marj.jpg. So, M-A-R-J dot J-P-G. Okay. Um, and she's doing great, kind of more minimalist stuff. Yeah. Um, just kind of like faces. So, like for return, she did uh, Dakota Kai. For mask, she did Sting taking off the Sting mask and it Sting underneath. That's cool. So, like yeah, of the dead, is doing a uh, ice cream bars. Um, uh, in in brightest day, yeah. uh, my boy who I put over did that Mox MTV shirt. Like he's putting out killer stuff, like. It's just so
0: fucking good. Hmm. And then there's mine, my pencils and pad of paper. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I mean, let's say we put it out there. Anyone who wants to design a market out with high five Tom, DM me. So I do, we should probably get a, a logo out here one of these days. So we just don't have five thousand dollars. No, we are missing five thousand dollars. So well, awesome. Well, Will, thank you again, especially for coming in so early. Um, yeah, this will this will drop Saturday, but high fivers. Uh, we will talk to everybody next week with uh more Ring of Honor TV and glory by honor.